0: that hello guys and welcome to behind the bunker episode 494 podcast 374 if you're wondering wow those numbers are high they are podcast or episode number 494 means we're five away from 500 ladies and gentlemen so stay tuned we're gonna be doing some fun things on our 500th anniversary um, if you guys are new to this to the show you guys are tuning in to listen to a weekly paintball podcast that we record live. Uh, we stream it on Facebook and on YouTube. So thank you guys for joining in. With me, uh, my name is Todd Ansich, but with me, I also have uh, Joe Kimson from Flagler's Paintball joining.
1: Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We, like the whole Midwest, Ontario, back all into the Midwest states, we're in for a big storm apparently. So we'll see what happens, whether there's a snow day tomorrow or not. But thanks for tuning in and watching
0: yeah so hopefully our internet stays uh stays strong and stays with us for the next uh next hour um do a shout out guys post up in the uh live chat if you guys are watching nice to see Dwayne king kevin uh in uh, youtube then we have maureen brown nice to see you george hey bobby douse dan and hardy and simeon all you guys so uh what about gavin sharma is he in the live chat or is he on the show
2: i'm in little column a little column b thank you so much folks for tuning in snowmageddon it's about to hit us and uh that's okay uh so strap in keep warm and uh listen to the show or watch the show but make sure you hit that like and share button so everybody can else uh, can can huddle down and uh enjoy some quality entertainment that we call behind the bunker on monday night i
0: don't know if i can hold i i don't i don't think i can let that one go you called behind the bunker quality entertainment gavin that's pushing well,
2: it. Okay, well, we'll assess it by the end of the evening, but uh, right true. now we're, we're on a high note, and uh, this is quality intro.
0: This coming from the guy who's made uh, the best of the last two weeks.
2: That's right, and I'm looking <laughs> for a three-peat baby. That's right. Follow me all night, because this is the highlight right here, the highlight reel, the money maker.
0: Maybe. And who else <laughs> do we have on the show, Todd? Uh, yeah, who else is on the show? We have someone in, in Studio Green.
2: Yes, we
3: do.
0: (laughs) That's me, he says.
3: Hang on a sec. I'm a little confused, though, because you just gave Gavin heck Mm -hmm. for saying quality show, but at the beginning, you said we were going to have a lot of fun.
0: So, you know, yeah, but fun's not necessarily quality. I Maureen Brown in the live chat says low quality is still quality <laughs> it's, it is a type of quality that semantics <laughs> he's not
3: wrong that's for sure uh, yeah yeah uh,
0: so yeah nice to see all you guys in here um, Dan and Hardy says they're having rolling blackouts in Texas right now uh, Bob, Bab Spisser says uh, behind the snowbank uh, Brian Foster Gavin's beard will keep him safe that's, That's right. Uh, it's, like, it's getting pretty bushy.
2: It, it sure is, Skip. <laughs> and this will remain until we at least hit orange. So I, I think we are open so I can get a haircut eventually if I can get an appointment. But uh, yeah, this uh, this bad boy is going to stay for a little bit. Uh, it's bringing us good luck and, um, you know, it's filtering out all the new, all the losers uh, <laughs> and you know, all of the quality <laughs> guests uh, tune into Behind the Bunker. So if you would like to share this to your quality guests and friends, make sure you hit that like and share and comment because we are, are watching you in the chat. Uh, and this is an interactive show, so you are a part of it. Um, beard or no beard, uh, we're, we're watching you in the chat.
0: Well, for those of you that are watching, if you saw Gavin pop up on a social media app, maybe, it, maybe a singles app. How fast would you swipe? I mean, in which direction? I guess I should ask.
2: I'm following.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it, Okay, so in Canada I'm... right
2: now, it, it, Canada it's Family Day, but we just uh, we just left uh, Valentine's Day. So I've been checking my dating apps, to, um, both my Christian Mingle, my J Date, <laughs> and my Hindu and my Hindu hookup. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna explode this evening.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, are you're on the dating apps? We'll move on in a second, but are they busy right now with Valentine's Day passing? Like, was there a little (laughs) uptick?
2: Um, well, my my Hindu hookup, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, was... maybe we'll leave this for the after show then <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah ladies and gentlemen, we got lots to get to on the show tonight. We have a segment from the vault uh I took a quick video as well tonight, and there is a couple other videos to watch tonight uh tonight's topic we're going to be discussing later on, if I can find it here there it is. want to know what other sports you guys quit or gave up on when you found paintball uh, I know i I unfortunately did um one of the top or one of the uh, responses that I think uh, wins the show tonight on that real bag of chips says, is marriage a sport? (laughs) Good for you, sir. Um, Uh, contact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, uh, Thursday guys, if there is a possibility, we're trying to release highlights from the podcast. If you guys miss the show, hopefully you'll be able to catch those. If you can't catch the highlights, go ahead and download us anywhere that you get your podcast from. And I have to say this, Australia, what the heck is going on with Australia? Our pod numbers had a good, our podcast number had a good spike this week. There was an extra eight hundred guys that download or people that downloaded it from Australia. I was looking through our numbers, wondering why we had a bit of a blip and where they came from. So someone in Australia has been sharing this podcast. Um, but
3: let's be honest, it was probably eight hundred guys, or maybe seven hundred ninety-nine <laughs> guys with one girl.
0: Oh, well, we have some female like viewers. Our I they, they you like know our
3: <laughs> yes. And we do our best to alienate them every week.
0: Yes. Yes yes we do. A um, couple things I want to talk to you guys about the Jeremy Somm sniper incident. If you guys haven't watched that, go check it out. It is live on paintball.media's Patreon page. Go check that out. A lot of you guys have been asking for patches. I am down to my last small handful. If you want them, they're 10 bucks each. Plus postage, just send us a message through all the social medias. And uh, there we go. I saw George Hay on the live chat. Hey. Uh, this was sent in by Zane Smith. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. Maybe George has. But these are croc, uh, croc bathing suit.
1: They're actually called croc jocks.
0: Croc jocks. There you go. <laughs>
1: For the love of God.
0: (laughs) No kidding. You can't not see that now. Um, World at War, Crimson Dawn, ladies and gentlemen. That's happening April 9th to 11th. That is behind the bunker. And Joe Kimson sanctioned game. Make sure you guys head on over to where? Um, Where is it? It's in French (laughs) Lick. French Lick. Save the date, 2021. Here is all the Mission Masters games. Make sure you guys check those out. And Brandon B. Rad Page. Make sure you sign up for Team Red. When you're playing Super Game, Indiana at Sherwood Forest, that's in June 25th to 27th. Then we have Lake Norman Paintball, Airsoft and Axe Throwing, uh, Love versus War. And uh, that was an awesome game held yesterday. Um, hopefully you guys attended that. April 17th to 18th, Xbox versus PlayStation. That's at our field, Fort Knox. Make sure you guys check that one out. That's a new poster for us today. Alien vs. Predators, April 24th to 25th, Total Carnage. That's an Mission Masters game at Black Ops Paintball. Uh, make sure you guys uh, play for our friend the Command Bros uh, when you guys play the Jurassic game on March 26th to the 28th. And last but not least, March 26th to 28th, here's Jurassic as well. Make sure you guys head on over there and check that out. And that's all I got in the news for now and all the upcoming events. If you guys would like your posters on the show, all you got to do is drop your logo on it and help us promote. uh, And we'll uh, get you up on our show. Awesome. So you guys ready for a show tonight? No. No? Okay. Well, fill that mason jar. We're going to need you shortly. Before we do anything else. Oh, you did. Good for you. Why don't we head on over. Joe does his uh, From the Vault segment. Why don't we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, and when we get back, we'll have uh, lots more.
1: It's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. Today is no different. Today we are going to look at some splatball marking pellets from the National Survival Game. This genuine package came with 120 paintballs, so it had 12 tubes each with 10 red paintballs this is when the national survival game switched from oil-based paintballs to likely water-soluble paintballs as we know them now kind of neat um they had national survival game as a registered trademark splat ball as a registered trademark and splat master as a registered trademark so um how we got to calling them paintballs, interesting, when they were originally called by the National Survival Game as splat balls. Many fields in the early days were called war games, adventure games, or splat ball. Anyway, you've been watching Behind the Bunker. See you next time. Pew, pew.
3: I as an owner, I know that um, you know, I kind of stay in the shadows and make sure everything's running pretty smooth. Us older guys have to be mentors for these young young man growing up, and I really believe that that's our our position is we have the responsibility to help this new generation come up. Last year was a fair season and we've been in this little rut, I guess, a lot of rumors that we couldn't get over this hump. And, you know, we just kept working and we won one event that was expected from me. But when we won two, that was just unbelievable. I, I couldn't be more proud of these young men. I'm Alex Martinez, I am X-Factor, and these are my boys, and we are family.
1: So that was uh, some of my paintballs, some Splatmaster rounds I have in a box. I do have a, a Splatmaster Um mm-hmm pistol that i could do a vault sometime i think i've done one already but i'm sure we could bring it back again but it's a, it's a splat master so that's the those are the first uh, generations of water-soluble paintballs that came after the oil base so they were i guess bought and sold distributed by um, national survival game so kind of cool um people are wondering about the lego so we have a some sort of harry potter something the um Millennium Falcon is there, James Bond car, and this is a Stranger Things Lego set. So there's some Lego behind. Yeah. Remember when
0: Stranger Things was such a huge thing?
1: It is. It's the upside down. So it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So that
1: that that was that. So we'll we'll do another vault for next week and away we go.
0: Um since Gavin and Josh haven't said it, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you hit that like and share button if you're watching us on Facebook. Heck, even share us to any of your uh, paintball groups that you belong to. And if you're watching us on YouTube, the way to support us there is to obviously hit the like button, comment, and even hit the notification bell. Hell, even subscribe if you want to commit that much of, uh, uh, you know, to our relationship. Gavin, are you ready for some mail time?
2: Am I ever. Mail time. Mail- That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time. So it is a holiday here in Canada, but the mailman still delivers. I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence folks that you, my friends, have sent in. Uh, so the first one comes to us from Zane, the insane Zaniac Smith. Uh, and it was a picture question. i not sure if you have it loaded, but it's okay. It had to do with our friend Joseph B. Kimson wearing a sheriff outfit. And there's something on top of his head. Right here? that's it right there i think that's joe is that joe is it that, ba- that's it's a me. badger who is that and <laughs> tell us a little article. about that's what's like, going on going like, on there 1980 i
1: don't know when it was 1995 probably um we're reading the toronto sun the toronto sun did do an article how come you're on, only
0: one page like, in page three I baby <laughs> the
1: article i still i still have the newspaper so i think I think that is when the Toronto Sun came down and they did an article on Flag Raiders and it was published in the Toronto Sun. So I believe we were reading that particular issue because I wasn't a big Sun reader. Although the Sun was probably one of the only print, uh, daily print publications that had countless, you know, in the heyday, in in the early 80s, 83, 84, 85, 86, there was pages and pages at the end of the Sun of of paintball places that you know full-page great canadian adventure game survival game you know paintball advertisements in the newspaper now you don't see that anymore because print media um is dead it's really not a thing anymore but back in the day the sun was the place to advertise because it was a certain demographic that you were targeting in paintball
0: good for you brian foster he says don't read directly into the sun (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why Sing. I giggled into that. That was a good one. <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah that's, that's our friend Joseph reading. He's literate um, and looking at the, uh, the 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 news publication good for him. Uh, so the next question comes for us from Jason Diff and he wants to know not sure if this has been ever asked before, but how did the four of you all come together to entertain us and become involved in paintball? So how did we all connect?
0: Well first there was misunderstanding. And then I think Joe was low on his rent. Um, Yeah, that's a good question. How did we we all get together?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) How did we get together? Um, I started Flaggriters as a marketing project and we used to go to a bar and then my sister somehow met Todd. But before that, Gavin Gavin came to play paintball. Then we saw him at the movie because we go to the movie then we recruited Gavin to come work for us because he was awesome. And Josh became a paintball player. Then Todd had an idea or someone had an idea to do a podcast or i know it wasn't podcasts weren't invented but behind the bunker do a live a live stream paintball show we called it behind the bunker and started as todd and todd and i and then josh and Gavin came in and now it's what this is
0: yeah 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 i mean it there's probably a little more to the story, but that's the Reader's Digest about the basic basic thing. I it's mean,
1: actually a Twitter version.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's 240 characters there. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we've so been doing
0: this for an awful one. long Sorry. time, though. Like, we've known each other for an awful long time. I think Joe, I've probably known the longest. Gavin, a short time later, because you were at the field the same time I was coming up to the yes, field. Sir. Josh... I don't remember when I met Josh, but you—how long have you been going to the field? How was,
3: long? Well, it was probably around
1: 2003
3: or 2004.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, Gavin, you have that. Sorry, I don't need the point. You have that green camo with the sheriff on it, don't you? I
2: do. Yeah, they. The patches the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. that's Palm, Be- uh, Palm Beach County uh, Sheriff's Department. Yeah, Damn. that's pretty cool stuff. We should wear that. And then, if I can find it, yeah, mm-hmm. I know where mine is.
0: And then Matt, the crypt, the producer of the show, he used he came out maybe the first time I came out, no, uh, but shortly thereafter. So it would have been probably the first season.
2: I didn't realize that though, this was that kind of show. <laughs> it's all inclusive. It's okay.
0: Not that there's anything wrong with that, Zuby.
1: Exactly. Oh, no, just give me heads up next like time. Dane and Hardy, <laughs> we should says we should make a movie about behind the bunker.
0: We do yeah, we every did, Monday.
1: Like, OK, so you know what? I, I will
2: piggyback on that question. We're doing a BTB movie, and we get to choose the person who is going to play you oh, in the movie. Oh, good question. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Okay, all you ladies and gentlemen that follow us on social media, we ask you for your questions. Why can't you come up with questions like this? Gavin, oh, that was good cool for you. Question. Very well.
2: <laughs> Gavin all right, the there doing the, all the heavy lifting. The BTB movie, who is the cast?
1: Pick it. who is the Hollywood cast. That's good. I, yes, okay. I would who's like. Who's going to
2: play each of us? I would like. No, no, me. no. Don't say anything. Okay. Don't say anything. Honestly, we will pin this. Okay. We'll come back to it next week uh, and see what everybody's contributions in terms of who's going to play us in the BTB movie. <laughs> uh,
0: Bab, Love it. Bab Spisser says, Broke Back Bunker, the movie. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> we don't make fun All of you, right. Bab. Um. Very good. And I like uh, Mike says Matt Damon. I'm going to choose that that's who's playing me is Matt Damon.
2: All right, don't don't (laughs) just kidding. Don't plant anything, right? You know, next week we're definitely going to revisit this. I would love to hear who's going to play each and every one of us in the the BTB cast. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to move on to the next question if I can. Uh, So Oliver Powell wants uh, his question is: I want to get my son into paintball. So what's good gun slash equipment to buy for somebody just starting out? What would you guys recommend for getting some? How old his son does he say? say Like a
3: son, thirteen or fourteen. Okay.
2: I think. So why don't we do, you know, the sort of the age and stage in terms of, um, you know, somebody who somebody who can get into... Sorry, I'm
0: reading the live chat. Somebody
2: who can get into the sport. So let, let's say, okay, a 10-year-old versus a teenager. Yeah. So what would your recommendations be for a setup for somebody who just wants to get into the sport? I-
0: if I were uh, or, to predict, or sorry, sorry, if, if or this sorry was,
2: uh, just to clarify this yeah. a bit, he wants to get his son into the sport. So, if you want to get your child into the sport, what's the best thing you can do? Yeah. What's the best setup?
0: It's funny. A year and a half ago, you and Joe would have swore up and down with a Titman Cronus, but that has since changed. But but go ahead and say I, what you guys are going to say now.
1: I'm gonna Oliver. Oliver is um, sort of a scenario type player, so I would suggest that he buy him his son a Stormer elite then he can flip flop back and forth between hopper fed and mag fed and if he's just starting out he can run it with a hopper because it's much less complicated and i think just a jt thermospectra would be a great mask to get him started and a basic pod pack and and maybe a remote and just go from there and of course sturdy footwear
0: do you think a remote though might be too much for a new new person
1: Uh, I don't know if it depends on how big the kid is. And it certainly will lighten it. Lighten his gun up a lot running yeah. a remote. They they do complicate things a little bit, but you know, I, I don't think. We're Could to you imagine
0: giving a where... hundred rental guys and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but a hundred rental guys, all guns that have remotes, no. how much of a gong show that'd be. It'd be one thing if you had your son, cause you'd be watching over him and you'd be able to teach him, but, uh, oh man, oh man, a hundred rental guys, they'd be all tangled. They wouldn't even make it to the field.
1: There'd be airlines swirling around. There'd be people getting concussed <laughs> with airlines and guns left out on the field. And guys would get pulled back onto the field.
2: Yeah, getting Crazy caught on trees.
1: Yeah. I the hurt.
2: <laughs> um, so I would, uh, you know what, I, w- I would take sort of a different approach. So I do like the idea of getting your own gear, uh, customizing it a little bit. But I wouldn't jump right into the marker territory at this point. So if you want to get your child into the sport, I think a solid pair of goggles that they have of their own, um, sturdy footwear, as my friend Joseph is a great proponent of, um, and some, you know, some camouflage, and protection, um, because you don't know if this is going to be it for them, if they're going to like it, if they're going to continue with it, right? So you don't want to get heavily invested in it. And there is, honestly, there's nothing wrong with a rental marker. Right, so it is absolutely important to make sure you have a goggle system that's not going to fog that is clean that is their own, so they can they can yeah. wear that uh, whether they want to wear that this season or a season in the future, but you don't want to invest heavily into anything right away until you know you're confident that they're going to be into it. And I do want to mention, the longer you're in the sport, you typically have guns lying around. Or you have friends who have guns lying around that can lend it to them. But there's yeah. nothing wrong with starting out with a rental marker and getting them into the sport and see if they really love it before they jump right into it.
0: Mike Thompson goes a different direction. He says a cup. That's actually a really good idea.
2: For drinking? <laughs> Just to make yeah. sure that you have a adequate hydration. As long while as you're he has room. two
0: girls with it, he's fine.
2: Uh, why would you go no. there <laughs> this was a quality program before no, it wasn't. It i'm was no sorry co-
0: maureen it was it was of of a quality of a quality <laughs> of a quality um so. who else was it uh, someone else had said uh emac emac in the chat is a great gun as well sure. yeah be easy true. to maintain not much to do with it um yeah good job and brian foster says uh mask first for sure yeah
1: yes sir if if you win an, if you win a lottery and you want to get your kid into something, get him an MG one hundred. But if you're just starting out to make sure he's he or she sorry is yeah. is keen yep. or they they are are keen on playing paintball, then um, I would say the Stormer Elite would be an an excellent choice.
2: Josh, what about you, my friend? You've been pretty quiet on the subject.
3: Uh, well, I. I I fully agree with Gavin when he said, go with the mask. Make sure that the mask fits really well. It's got a good, snug feel. It's comfortable. I find that that is going to help your kid enjoy the day a lot more than, you know, what markers in their hand. They don't really know kind of what's good and what's bad as of yet. And I had to ask around for some friends first and see if anybody's got something they're willing to part with for, you know, a decent price or something like that first before you go and buy an all brand new marker and find out you know next season that your son or daughter doesn't want to play anymore so i i definitely say hit up the mask try a whole bunch on don't go by price don't go by what everyone tells you is their favorite or the top number one selling one buy one that fits buy one that fits and it's comfortable and then go from there yeah
0: yeah, would you oh. buy a while you're talking about apparel? Would you buy them a padded vest or a tactical vest just to help out the kidneys and the and and, and the hits?
2: If it's not available for rental, absolutely. Uh, you want to make sure the experience is um, enjoyable, yeah. and uh, they want to replicate that. They want to come back yeah. again, right? And so, whatever and, protection you can add to that, that's yeah. great. Like neck neck protector or elbow Elbow pads, elbow all the way
0: down to the forearm. That way, their yeah. entire arm and torso is protected. That's uh, one bad experience, and your little friend's not coming back, right? That's right. Not you know, at that as, age.
2: as a parent who brought a little person out, uh, which is, was essentially bubble wrapped and Nerf and, 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 and you know, styrofoam the whole bit, uh, because you know I was a super anxious parent, making uh, wanting to make sure that the experience was great for her. Um, it, it didn't quite work out; didn't catch, but at least, uh, at least she played. Yeah. But
0: your daughter I did really well when she first came out and you could tell she was a little more hardy and like she she had a couple of bad experiences but worked out, worked through it and played it. Um, yeah. My daughter came out and played about the same time. And had a good experience until you yelled at her, and now she doesn't play anymore. But uh... well,
2: you know those hoppers—they're uh, not going to kick themselves. And so when she's she was hitting, actually but she, she was, was with a sand- splat master. Yeah, you know she was eating sandwiches at the time, and I just kicked the sandwich out of her hand too, just to get used to it. So, Dad, are know,
1: all paintballers it, like it's this? Al- it's also recommended that you don't shoot your son or daughter in the back of the head, apparently, when they're playing. <laughs> the- or maybe
3: is it because out of all the kids who still continue to play? the one who got shot in the back of the head. He still
1: continues to play.
2: Well, that's the brain injury, right? He doesn't remember the game has ended. So.
1: That's nice.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes to us from Matt Shook, and he wants to know, uh, with the industry promoting lower ages, do you think they'll ever make a true youth goggle? Uh, youth goggles can be found in many other sports, from the ski industry to motocross. Uh, and as a field owner, he has to ask, uh, for the, he's been asking for this for years, uh, what's the cost of a youth mask and you know is that cheaper than a lawsuit really um, why isn't why isn't there youth
1: masks essentially
0: it's not a big enough market i mean there are some companies that are making them right joe but like it's it's
1: there are we i, I used to really like the, J, the JT the elite goggles cuz they were small and they fit well but i've i've found that the um the v4 Sen- century fits quite well, fits most kids, and the only thing it needs is a little bit of silicone on the strap to keep it from slipping off little Johnny's heads. But we found that we had we had good luck this year with the sentries, and we had a once we got out of the lockdown, we had a, a a pretty high number of little little kids that were playing. I guess family families were coming out because they were looking for something to do. So we had a a, a pretty a pretty broad mix of different size people you know, heads playing paintball and, and the, those fit those fit quite well. And we, did, we bit, did find another brand that fit fits smaller heads pretty well and doesn't fog as well. So. Missed the x-rays.
0: They were just solid plastic all the way around, um, but they were heavy and clunky, but they certainly protected you.
2: I, I think there has to be a variety of um, masks to fit different size face. Just, just because you're an adult doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have all the same size melon, right? And so it's important to have... Um, a variety within the, uh, the industry uh, to accommodate different head sizes, different face sizes. So I don't think it necessarily has to be youth-specific. And why I think um, it's not advantageous for them to do it. It, it, as Todd mentioned, there's not a large market for it. And, you know, if a kid gets into it and they have a proper fitting mask that, you know, that is comfortable for them, the, the, the sort of the longevity of that or having that mask system could only last for so long because the way kids grapes they grow the melons grow right uh, kids grow and so I don't think uh, you know in terms of the the, the tooling of it and uh, the, the market for it lends itself to that but I do think there should be variety um, in terms of uh, the sizes of masks uh, some a little more snug some a little more robust and accommodating so I think there, um, you know, hopefully there's some potential there for the industry to look at that rather than having sort of a cookie cutter. This is what's going to okay? s- fit on your face and find ways to uh, to make accommodations to it. So, I'm really hoping um, that you know, with the growth of um, at least okay. in our area, we saw a lot of kids and we saw a lot of, uh, uh, of females playing as well with smaller face structures. Um, that they will have some more offerings for, uh, uh, for for goggle systems so that you know people can get into it.
1: And there, there are there are. Um... We have certain guests from different parts of different parts of the world and, and their their facial bone structure is different. And sometimes it's very difficult to find a mask that gives them a good seal and, and fits well. So you, we do have a variety of masks. So when you, you can sort of when someone comes up to get their equipment, you can sort of have an idea what what they're what they're getting. And sort of give them the mask that that, that looks like it will fit their faces from just from your experience. But we um we also have glasses uh, goggles that are eyeglass compatible. Some people are wearing eyeglasses, not if someone comes up with their Oakleys, um, they, they just want to wear them for sun. But if someone's actually wearing prescription eyeglasses, uh, then we do have eyewear that that is compatible with those as well. I seem to recall at, at one point a certain gentleman who used to hang around flag flagriders
3: quite a lot. Who used to go on and on about these goggle or sunglass manufacturer companies that starts with an o and they used to make uh an asian fit one and i thought that was kind of interesting how they had that market they knew head size was a little smaller um i guess we just need the entire asian continent to drop airsoft and pick up paintball and we should be good <laughs>
0: That's true. just that simple ladies and gentlemen yeah.
3: it that, it's that easy it's not hard it's a simple solution uh, but it's a
2: uh, uh, mountain of a molehill yeah alright and Jeffrey Hink, uh, Hinkson uh, wants to know he said uh, if Tippmann is bringing back the phenom will they also start making gun model conversions accessories as well um, I, think it, I think the best answer for me would be hmm
1: I don't know. I haven't. I just. What do you, Scooby Doo? <laughs> Shaggy. I heard. I heard that Timon was bringing back the Phenon late fall. My suspicions are, if they're bringing it back, um, they would still have the molds and they would still have the patents. So I would suspect that they could probably bring back. It was one of their best best sellers. I would suspect they would bring back stocks and barrels and shrouds because people like to modify, customize, and trick out their stuff. And it gives Zuby a segment.
0: We've said this before, and I know, but guys, back in the day, back 15 years ago, you used to be able to buy a paintball gun, and any gun that you bought, there was a ra- whole wall of accessories for them. You know, like you could go, you could buy a gun that was a base gun, whether it was an autococker, a piranha, a spider, a titman, Hell, Tipman's, remember how many aftermarket products there were for Tipman's? You could buy that and have an awesome-looking uh, you know, paintball gun after the fact, and you have fun building them and doing that. Now, I, I mean, there are some guns with some accessories, but they're not, not to sound like that guy, but it ain't like what it used to be. You know, I miss those days.
1: But Sorry, was, I was ranting.
0: <laughs> I 2000, know,
1: 2007, paintball, 2007 paintball peaked, and it's been... You know, on a a reasonable decline, I think in the last couple of years, it's stabilized. And I think last year we saw an uptick. And, you know, if we can somehow beat this this pandemic situation and, you know, come out of it healthy and safe and the economy is reasonably strong, I think you'll see, uh, you know, paintball return, maybe not to 2007 numbers, but, you know, I, I think you'll see a resurgence as people are wanting to get outdoors, do <laughs> stuff with their friends and family, so yeah. well.
0: Um, I, did, I I'm going to read this before it passes too far. We asked earlier in the show, and we're going to ask you guys for next week's show who can who who would be our replacements if we were to make a behind the bunker movie. And out of a card posted up, and I think he's pretty flattering to most of you guys. He says Joe would be Bruce, Will- Bruce Willis, Josh would be Jack Black, <laughs> Gavin. Keegan Michael, okay, yeah, and then Robert Downey Jr. Where do I get Robert Downer Jr.? That's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm flattered, but uh, good for you. We'll, we'll ask you guys next week for the next week's show, and we'll see where that comes up with. I'm afraid <laughs> that we're, there's going to be some pretty bad <laughs> casting.
2: <laughs> Can only get that's better. The, I'm telling you that. Awesome. But
3: that's the best part about
0: it. Yeah, I want, I want Sharon Stone to play me. Then I can recreate that scene (laughs) with my croc croc jocks or whatever they are.
2: Nice. All right. You know what? How about I do a couple more questions and then we can wrap up my side. All right? Uh, So the first one comes to us, from, or the next one comes to us from Garrett Green. He wants to say, uh, in the spirit of Valentine's, what are the best ways to encourage more female players to play and commit to the sport? So how can we... um, Both encourage the uh, the female persuasion to to join us, and how do we keep them in the sport? So, in the
3: spirit of Valentine's, how do we get more women out to the field so we can shoot them?
2: (laughs) Okay, don't don't dissect the question; just answer it as is. (laughs) I don't know know
0: what else we can do, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I have a shower and gussy myself up before each show, and I picked you know three other of the handsomest fellows I know. If this isn't bringing the ladies into paintball, I don't know what is. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.
2: Yeah. So I think, in all honesty, you have to create a culture of safety as well, right? So the last thing, you know, well, you know, maybe that's appealing too, but um, the last thing people want to do is just be oogled and, 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 you know, like hit the knuckle dragging uh, mouth breathers who were, uh, you know, any, any female that comes out and they're just all over them, right? So it doesn't make it lend itself to a welcoming environment. Wait, there's um, a chance
0: that I could take my shirt off here and strut around the staging area.
2: <laughs> in, yes. my under, in my so, paintball underwear. It, it is a male-dominated sport at this point. <laughs> um, but, you know, you got to remember, is it safe for for kids? Is it safe for, uh, for partners to come out as well, right? So... Um, If you're worried about the company that you keep at the field, then, you know, that's not going to be warm and inviting. So uh, is there a safe place for people to explore the game? Is there a safe place for people to ask questions? Or is there a Johnny Know-It-All who's going to take the lead and, and, you know, be really, really aggressive in terms of this is the sport of paintball and you have to like it? And uh, can I get your phone number? Right. So it's
0: so selling Axe Body Spray at the concessions is probably not a good idea.
2: No no it it'll be you know I would encourage that for for many of the participants of this board but
0: uh, <laughs> Elliot Darn... No, but but, 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 yep.
2: but really so i mean um you know, flag graders it, it does lend itself to a lot of birthday parties, a lot of um, yeah. of, of team building as well, right? And so, uh, what can you do to help people feel comfortable to be there, right? Uh, that little Johnny or little Sarah to play. Um, so it, it is the you know, the PR work, it is the hand holding, it is the you know this is safe. Um, it, you know what? We've seen this too. You know, in this, in the growth of at least flag graders and the sport, it's a mom may come out with their kid who may be a member or may not be a member. But it's how can we get them, you know, interested in in participating with their child as well, yeah, right? And sure. so, um, you know, there are a number of people who just come out once or twice. Um, there are a number of, uh, of women who come out once or twice. But how can you make it safe, uh, fun, and enjoyable for them? And I know one of the promotions that Flag Raiders did a number of years ago was uh, a ladies' night. Now this is ladies' night. You know, something a little bit less intimidating where you're playing with other like-minded people. Uh, and you don't have to worry about being shot up, right? It's just people who are, are interested in the sport, but not intimidated because you're playing with with uh, with, with pairs or, or or other new people yeah. as well. So yeah. I think explore some of that. So Joseph has the floor
1: right now. And and then we we've we've found that in the last two or three years, there have been lots of couples coming out to play paintball, and we've really um, when when these type of groups have come out, we really push them to play low impact. Even though some of the guys in the group may have their own equipment and and such we've really pushed those particular groups to play low impact as to not you know have people shot you know so it, it hurts to try to to try to perpetuate and grow grow the sport a bit so we've really pushed the low impact aspect so yeah. that it's something if if you're at if you're running a field and you you see one of these sort of mixed groups come in even though someone has their own equipment you know try to try to push to push and suggest low impact as as paintball just you know if it's everyone's first time and they may not be dressed for the traditional 68 caliber paintball so push push low impact if you can and i think you know people get pretty good buy-in
0: Hey, i um, in the live chat as well. Lisa Weber, uh, she's a girl says, don't treat the girls like lesser players. Um, exactly. and Maureen Brown says too many think that, uh, we shouldn't be taken seriously. And that's true. I mean, there are some, you know, some, some aggressive players and players that are girls that have played quite a bit. And then Elliot Darno uh, want, wants to take a bit of a, a jab at Zuby. He says mouth breathers are people too, Josh
3: or
1: well, not <laughs> <laughs> but you know we we in the last in the last year and a half we've got uh a, a, there's two or three moms that have been playing pretty regular with their kids and there's a yeah. couple um Brooke and her Brooke and her friend have been playing pretty regularly Brooke brings her mom out and stuff like that so like the, there is i think you have to set set the stage and be welcoming like everyone has said to encourage people to play paintball and, and be just part of be part of the gang Yep. An equal, if you will.
2: Precisely. Are you blending like blending in? Like, are you standing out? Like, it's like it, you know what? People want to have a good time. So, how can we help them have a good time? Can they feel safe? Can they feel comfortable? Uh, can they explore and grow in the sport? And I think that's up to the field owner and and uh, that's up to the the staff that are at the field and uh, the members who are there to make sure that everybody's having a great experience, regardless of your gender, regardless of a. Uh, uh, your experience level—you know—everybody who walks on the field is going to be a potential uh, member or future player. So let's make sure that everybody has a great time when they're out. Yeah,
0: for sure.
3: That's the beauty about paintball, though, right? It's—it's it's literally a great equalizer. How many times you're out on the field, you see, you know, grandpa, father and son, or you see daughter and mom. You see, everybody's out there. Everybody shoots 280. Everyone has the same paint. Everyone's all there. It's, you know, it is equal for everyone. That's one of the greatest parts about yeah. it and whenever people ask about it that's what i say it's like look you can be the biggest strongest fastest person in the world but guess what you're not outrunning a paintball.
0: yep um, you
2: know what i will cinch up my stomach on that lovely
3: try note try as hard as gavin does you cannot outrun paintballs. <laughs> that's right and mike
0: grizzly grub on youtube gavin one last point says women can pull a trigger just as easy as a guy can
2: 100%, right? So make sure it's in a welcoming environment for our, for all genders and uh, for all ages as well. Because again, uh, it, this sport only grows and we can only thrive when we're all in this together, right? So I uh, just want to make sure, you know, we remind each other that uh, we're all in this together. So let's all support each other and grow the sport one person at a time. And what can you do each and every time you're out of the field? Make sure you make that experience something exceptional for somebody else as well. Yep. so I'm going to send you out my sack and if you have any questions or queries that you'd like addressed in in uh, the mail time uh, send it to the show the or post on the social medias and we can address it here on mail time Bail time
0: absolutely ladies and gentlemen uh, first of all thank you to all of you guys that are watching right now it means a lot that you guys are here um, thank you if you guys are watching us on YouTube please hit that uh, like button make a comment um even subscribe if you want to take our relationship to the uh to the next level uh facebook if you guys are watching us there please hit that like and and share hey if you could share this to any of your paintball groups or your friends that would be that'd be that'd be awesome awesome yes but maybe not as awesome as planet eclipse guys did you know that planet eclipse has more championships new mechanical markers new electronics new territory including their new MagFed division get planet eclipse guys and uh well, take on the world.
1: When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke.
2: Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his crew, AirUps.com.
3: Yeah, this is me losing my read again for
2: this week.
0: <laughs> How? <laughs>
3: I, it's on my camera roll and I... Never mind, I found it. Yeah. Dreams fade. Ruthless, painful products, couple, colors, Sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code btb 15 for 15% off your order.
2: Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. In fact, it is our blood type. So Ooh. make your game boil, get Exalt, which is available
1: worldwide. From the beginning, you'd stumble down a rocky cliff or wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has a gear for you. Now with the Stormer, Stormer Basic, Stormer Elite, and Stormer Tactical. Booyah!
0: DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, sleekest uh, hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to... Uh, Get you to the podium, guys, and the podium is where you want to be. If you guys are watching us right now, please go ahead and tag any of your favorite sponsors of our show. It would uh, help us a lot. Hey, guys. Todd from Behind the Bunker. It is that time of the month again. I get my blue bag in the mail from PB Swag. PB Swag, guys, is a monthly service that gets mailed to you. That's full of things that you like. That's paintball related, like this. A nice green podgy from Exalt. Uh, Something everybody needs all the time is an Exalt Squeegee, Exalt Swab. And uh, what is this? Oh, look at that. A large microfiber goggle cloth for putting in the pit for when you guys are playing. That's pretty cool. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. A blue bag comes to your house every week from PB Swag. Order yours today.
3: What I love to do most on the field is get really, really close. The ability to play anywhere on the field, to be able to make bunkers that are at the 50s, really to use my speed as a weapon. (laughs) I think the friendships that I've made with players, with teams, with companies, for me that's the biggest takeaway from paintball. It's a character builder, man. The sport itself, the people, it molds people and it builds you exactly what it's done to me. I love the opportunity that Bruno gave to me. I love the teammates that I've had. I'm super proud to wear this jersey and to play for a Midwest team. And I know I played my heart out as well as all my teammates, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. My name is Carl Markowski, and I play for Chicago Aftershock.
0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, thank you for continuing your patience with the show and watching tonight, we appreciate you guys doing so uh, we want to talk about uh, something in the sport of paintball and we're going to watch you guys in uh, on the YouTube chat as well as our Facebook chat, if you guys have a comment, put it up, we're going to try to read it on the show right now, the question is what other sports did you quit uh, or were you doing when you found paintball and we put it out on our social media, uh, a lot of guys have went and posted up like James Poole said, he didn't quit. He rather just put more money into paintball and shiny things because he couldn't afford to put it anywhere else. Um, Gavin, we're going to... Let's let's talk to you in here in just a second. I want to find out what you were doing before you found uh, paintball. Martin says lacrosse uh, was his go-to. His body uh, was starting to show self-inflicted damage from all of his aggression. Um... Yeah, so he's no longer doing that. What about you, Gavin? What did you, what were you doing before you did paintball?
2: Well, Todd, thank you for asking. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you know what? Not not a whole lot. I mean, uh, it was a different time in my life, so I had abandoned sort of the regular house league type stuff, um, you know, into my young adult life. Um, but I was doing a lot of uh, fishing, angling, uh, yeah. you know, pretty heavily. Um, and it's still, you know, a small part of my life, but, you know, paint it, you know, whatever I did, whether it was uh, um, house league stuff or, or, or sort of co-op or rec sort of pickup games of anything, I didn't paintball never it, it paintball had the bite and nothing else did. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a, you know, I'm not grieving anything that i you know, turned my back on and I almost exclusively do paintball versus any other sport or activity. So, you know what? Yeah. Um, I gave up, um, not a lot really I, I didn't lose anything I just gained and that's yeah, a lot yeah. I have to say.
0: Tommy Gunn said he had to split his weekends between baseball and paintball um, Jason Diff, Diff said uh, badminton the rush just wasn't there after paintball and uh, David Justice Reaper said uh, stand-up comedian or stand-up comedy rather
1: funny guy uh, Bob Spicer I gave up motocross for paintball paintball for tournament bass fishing, in fishing and fishing a steak on a backseat again for paintball.
0: <laughs> George Hay says he's given up shaving. <laughs> Good for you, George. Good one, George. Uh, uh, Pete, Pete Russell. Uh, yeah. No, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Those, yeah. Pete Russell Those says uh, <laughs> surfing, fishing, and beach life. Uh, Pete gave up. Dylan said fishing and hockey. Same with Rick, but he said fishing and shooting. Rob Walker says basically he's given up all of them. Now, you were uh, Eric Engler, a uh, friend of the show. He's Now, I'm going to let you guys predict it, unless you've read it already. What do you think Eric Engler gave up as a sport before he uh, before he speed took on paintball?
1: Speedboat racing.
3: So
0: you've uh, read it already.
1: Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, no I remember doing pictures.
0: Okay. That's a
3: common <laughs> misnomer with Eric. Uh, he was uh, much, much into the, the speedboat racing, but it's a little-known fact that he has actually a world- Champion
0: bocce ball player. Oh, yeah. Give it
3: all up just for paintball.
0: Well, his, he, he said that it was hydroplane racing, but I believe that he meant to say uh, smuggling drugs in a cigarette boat is basically what his boating experience was. Uh, Bart
3: Miami Vice is loosely based off his life.
0: <laughs> well, that's how he used to wear his pastel shirts, and I think they just picked up on that. Uh, Bobby Doust says, I was a pro BMX freestyler. Nice. That's cool. Uh, little Wolfie Critchlow in the chat said uh, golf. He gave up golf. I can understand uh, why paintball had such a such a hold on you.
1: Mike Thompson says when paint uh, paintball starts, when golf becomes too frustrating each season. So it looks like he starts off swinging and then he comes out shooting.
0: <laughs> Kevin Goat says he's gave up his dignity.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
0: Good for we you. We all have. Good for you. Joe, what were you doing before you found paintball? Did you do any sort of sports or hobbies? or?
1: I skied in the winter, but um, I think I, I had motocross stuff, I think. Um,
2: you did some golfing as well because in your I, shed, you had some golf clubs there. <laughs> I had some golf
1: clubs, yeah. I, but the golfing was that, – that was in the early 90s. I did some golfing, mid-90s. So I think, I don't know, motocross, I guess, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Josh, you were – I know you're a ref for hockey, but did you play hockey?
3: Yeah, um, didn't really give up that while playing paintball because that generally took place during the weekdays, um, in the evening, when you know sort of the field isn't closed. So, I, uh, if anything, I cut back on golf to play a little bit more paintball, but I, I don't think I actually gave up anything.
0: Someday and someone will have to explain I, what... other
3: than other than oodles of money. <laughs>
0: But you guys will have to explain someday why golf has such a, a hold on people. Maybe it's a personal thing. I've never, like, I've played golf a handful of times. I've never been, like, I've never gotten bit by that bug, but.
2: Oh, dear God. My whole family's into golf. Yeah. Um, my daughter is exceptional at it. I can't, I can't swing the wrenches at all. I have no natural <laughs> swing ability. Swing the wrenches. Just, Listen uh, to that's you. Right. You know what? I, I, you know what? I am a really good caddy. I can drive the cart and I can drink beer. <laughs> And you know my daughter's okay with that, so that, that's all. Of Gavin's
3: role. family owns golf clubs. Gavin has golf bats.
2: <laughs> give me one of them the sticks.
0: Let me hit the ball. Is Dean yeah, no,
1: McPean Does he golf?
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a really good golfer too. So I mean, you know, clearly it skips a generation. <laughs> so, I you know, heard like,
3: he moved out to the middle of nowhere to be closer to Foxwood, but I didn't know if that was a rumor or not.
2: Yeah, he's a, he's into the uh the golfs and the softballs. Yeah. he's wow. a softball guy uh, wow. yes, uh, not so much You. Yeah. Uh Eww.
0: Jesse LeBre says he gave up skateboarding and mountain uh yeah, skateboarding. Yeah. I Paintball's not a cheap sport. I mean, most of the sports you guys are talking about. I mean, golf. Yes, the cl- clubs are expensive. The membership expensive, but at least that's it. Then you're not really paying for much after that. Green
1: fees
2: are expensive. I guess. But, yeah. You know I, it, if, It's honestly comparable you... to paintball. Really? Honestly. Well,
0: Plus, I, I guess you got to wear those. You got to buy those nasty pants. You can't golf in normal <laughs> pants.
2: <laughs> if you how get, are you going to make fun of golf pants when you play speedball, Todd? <laughs> <laughs>
0: if with, you with play your, your cards,
3: if you play your cards right, Todd, you can wear the same pants for golf as you wear for paintball just you have to play speedball because they're all bright and ugly
0: oh yes (laughs) Uh, Raheem Bricktop Jones says he was a dancer now breakdancing doesn't count does it?
2: I was curious if he was a private dancer a dancer for
0: money. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he used to keep asking me for my fr- re- my refrigerator boxes, and and uh, he would take it out to the local parking lot and with his big ghetto blaster. And God, I used to break dance when I was a kid. That's how old we are. Jesus. Oh well. Um, I was
3: break- I was break dancing today in the backyard, but it was ice and not on purpose. Uh,
0: the producer of the show, Matt, he gave up uh, championship chess. He was uh, he was right up there.
2: Bobby Fisher? No, the King's Gambit.
0: <laughs> that was his performing name, Gavin. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think that's all I have right now in my sheets. We're also getting close to the end of the show here, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are watching on YouTube, stay with us. We're gonna we're gonna uh, say goodbye to our Facebook friends, and we're gonna continue to record our after show slash podcast. If you guys are watching us on Facebook. Thank you for watching us. Please, on your way out, hit that like and share button. Uh, share to uh, any of your paintball groups. If you have any subgroups, uh, definitely let them know that we exist. And uh, if you don't have the ability to sit and listen to us all all hour on uh, Facebook and YouTube, find us anywhere you get your favorite podcast from, ladies and gentlemen. We're on all of the media platforms, and uh, we can be uh, downloaded right to your phone or smart device, and you can listen to us while you're at work, school, play, whatever you guys are going to do. Um, Thank you, uh, Joe, for being on the pre-show.
1: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight and watching. And we'll see you on the after show on YouTube. Until and then, pew, pew.
0: And Josh Zubizabrikas.
1: Yeah, thanks for
3: coming, folks. And thank you to all 93 people who uh, who shared. That's uh,
0: quite Nice. Awesome. Thank, thank you, guys. Much.
3: I know we ask every week. And, yes, it does make a big difference. And uh, don't forget to help control your local airsoft population. Have your
2: local airsofter spader new.
0: Good. And thank you, Gavin, for your mail time segment tonight.
2: Yeah, always great to be here. And I appreciate everybody who sends in contributions to the mail time segment, uh, whether through social media or sending in emails as well. Uh, we sincerely appreciate your contributions. We sincerely appreciate your interactions in the chat. Uh, and we will definitely catch you next week. And uh, if you are so inclined, slide over to YouTube and we will continue the show. <laughs>
0: If you can't slide into Gavin's DMs, you can at least slide into the YouTubes. Indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, farewell to you guys on Facebook. We'll see you in just a moment uh, on our podcast and on YouTube. Don't be a freeloader. If you
1: liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen,
1: we are back.
0: If you guys are listening to our podcast, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, downloading our show. I have no idea, as I said in the pre-show, where all of you guys are coming from. Um, Australia had a huge uptick. And I don't know if uh, a couple of the major media sites down there shared us this week, but uh, whoever did, uh, crikey. Thank you very much. We appreciate it.
2: And they're in lockdown as well, so it, it may be part of their punishment. Right, so <laughs> yeah. it's not quality entertainment, but people just star for anything else. So. I don't know what it is, but, but there's appreciate-
0: the shows on U- on Netflix about uh, people going to prison and stuff like prison uh, documentaries. There's one where this guy goes, uh, he 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 uh, um, he goes to prison for two weeks, and they film it and everything like that. He went to an Australian prison a couple weeks ago wow, that was horrible. I, like, they, I, I think the show's called Deadliest Prisons or something like that.
1: My, milo, yeah, yeah, Milo's milo been following that and telling me about it. He's been oh. watching it on YouTube and he watching all these different prisons where yeah, people, yeah. The, the guy's been going to. So, yeah. yeah, it's nasty.
0: It's really nasty. Um, so I have a question for you. We were talking about horrible golf pants. Okay, you guys have seen the movie Gentleman, right? And The Gentleman? The Gentleman.
1: Yep. I, I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, so Guy Ritchie, he's uh, he leads a gang of thugs, but they're not really thugs. Like he's trying to, he's trying to teach him good and teach him right. And he and they're they're like a fighting club, right? Do you remember the ensembles they wore, Gavin? They were like uh, uh like a like plaid print, yeah, like a but a, but a full plaid tracksuit. I, I found a company that makes those. <laughs> And, Why would
2: you look for this stuff, um, like, come one, on. Someone
0: I follow on Instagram, Bert Kreischer, last week posted that he bought one and he was wearing it, and it just looked awesome. Now, granted, he already has a gold chain and he's already got the hairy chest, which, but I, would you consider buying one of those? I'm wondering if that's this year when we step f- foot at our first paintball event when the pandemic's over. I want all four of us in matching, not matching because we have to have different prints, but same suits, right. just different patterns.
2: Well, will that be a hit? I absolutely think, you know, when the world <laughs> opens up something comfortable because you know what, there's some COVID weight gain that's happened, right? And so, you know what, that, that elastic band is uh, it's forgiving and uh, you know, it, it can hide some of the, uh, the, the grief eating and in uh, drinking that's happened. So I'm will sure. that happen? You know, potentially, you know what, we'll all have a comfortable draped in gabardine velvet. It'll be wonderful. Yeah. Jesus. I'm down.
0: I'm, I'm going to see if I can find... I don't know if I'm going to be able to find an image of it, but... Uh, if you
3: I know what? What suit are you talking about, sir?
0: Um, I'll show it to you. It's like a full track suit, uh, but it's what they wore in the Gentleman movie um, where the thugs were wearing all those matching uh, one-piece track... or not one-piece, but like uh, full-matching track suits. Oh. Yeah. Um, I can't
3: The form. one suit that I really like to own that I know I, you're not like you can't order you can't buy Lulu it. It Lululemon made a suit for a Guy for his wedding
0: nice <laughs> and it's
3: it, like it was a one-off type thing I don't know why they did it but like I keep looking at it I'm like man that would be awesome if you could walk into a a meeting just wearing all Lululemon suit I'd be so happy to yeah
0: yeah um, it was so, Guy so, Ritchie uh, not um, yes and the, if Matt will post up the picture on the screen there, you guys can see it at home. I'm sorry. That's all I've got. Oh, that's
3: and the guys from the boxing gym. Yes. Yes.
0: But yeah. wouldn't Co- that be awesome?
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I'd, I'd rock that. I'd rock it, no problem.
0: Oh yeah. And, and Connor, Connor Bryant it, in the, uh, it, uh, the it, YouTube,
2: it, the Connor Bryant in the YouTube chat says, uh, he had, uh, he's actually had his painful pants altered for his COVID, uh, COVID gains. So. Well, I'm yeah, glad it's not just me. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Yeah. With all the walking and everything that I've done that I've been doing lately for, because being locked away, locked in rather, you'd think I'd be losing the weight, but it's just the constant eating. You're stuck at home with all the food around you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to ask you guys this week, we'll post up on our social media platforms. We want to know if we make a social or if we make a a paintball documentary about us, uh, or paintball movie, who would play us? Who would play us? And here's the thing. I want you guys listening to the podcast at home to really think about that too, because you guys, for those of you that don't watch the show, that just download and listen to it, maybe don't even know what we look like. Who do you imagine us to be? That, that would be a great thing. Like there was a couple of people that I listened to as podcast and a couple of weeks in, I went and actually Googled it because I want to know what they look like. And I was way off. Not even close. Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah. So I would like to extend this a little bit more, Todd. Yeah, yeah. So, in addition to the cast, what would the storyline be? What would the arc be? What would we be doing <laughs> as BTB?
0: Give us a plot line. So- <laughs>
2: would we be solving mysteries? Would we be like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please let us know the cast and what the storyline would be. <laughs> That's fine. I am really excited about this.
0: Yeah. <sighs> If we were the Threes Company, I would want to be Chrissy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm already Dude, I don't want to. I, I don't want to unpack that at all. I'll be Jack. <laughs> right. I'm I'm cool with being Jack.
0: If I was Chrissy, I wouldn't want you to impact either. So, oh well.
3: What show are you talking about?
0: Threes Company. Threes Company. Come on, knock on my door.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? All right. No, Who, I got who's nothing. watching YouTube right now that does not know Three's Company? Please post up. And you know what? I know it's an age thing. I know I I know I probably have a couple of months on Josh, but I thought everybody watched watched uh, Three's Company. Three's Company? No.
2: Regal Beagle? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Come I'm, looking on. At, I'm looking
2: it up. On now. All right. <laughs> and All you know what? Right. Uh, I, I do have to make apologies over the last few weeks uh, to our YouTube friends. So the live chat doesn't remain in terms of what's uh, the commentary that goes on there. So I miss, a, I read a lot, but I don't have the opportunity to respond. So I do appreciate, yeah. I'm watching, and I do appreciate you guys uh, contributing in the YouTube live chat. Uh, but when it goes, um, when it's uploaded, uh, it all disappears. So now I'm ignoring
0: you. Now here's the thing, Gavin. I w- researched that today to find out why and how, and there there are settings, but because it's a live stream. Um, you can comment after the show and post it up because we do get comments after the show. But if you watch our video right now in rewind, the chat will actually come up as it populates when you're when you're watching it live. Okay. So yeah. if you go back and rewatch the whole show, those chats will come back up. Um, but if you're just watching the show after the fact, then you can um, you can comment on the wall and hit that like button, all that sort of great stuff. So.
2: Because I, I do that. Eat. I do that on Facebook where I go back and, uh, and, and watch the show again and comment uh, for all the things I've missed, but I haven't seen that on, on YouTube yet, so I will certainly okay. try that as well.
0: Yeah. Um, Lisa Worley, uh, Weber knows who Mr. Furley is, and uh, Bobby Dow says Janet was hot. Yeah, I'm more of a Chrissy than a Janet, but good for you. Um... Yeah, it doesn't look like many other people know that, so we won't bring we won't bring up Three's Company references anymore.
3: I uh, I looked it up on YouTube, and judging by the decor and the clothes that they're wearing, I was much too young to remember it. But.
0: Yeah, and it was in reruns when I was watching, it, I'm sure too, because that was uh, that was a fairly old show. All right, here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. There is a storm a brewing outside, and uh, we all need to uh get everything done here and locked away before this storm hits us we're 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 due any minute and i'm i'm afraid our internet's gonna crap out so we're gonna cut our losses now and probably say farewell um that way we can avoid any sort of disruption in the show so thank you to all of you guys who have been watching us on youtube and thank you to all of you guys that are uh downloading us as a podcast and for for those uh uh, listing in Australia that found us someone tell me where that came from or who shared it or how come there was so many uh, so many likes there uh, yeah Jason Diff already says Burt Kreischer plays Josh Zuby Zabrikas <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. I would accept that
0: Did you know that Josh uh, took a job in the Russian Mafia once
1: yeah they called me the machine <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen Joe thank you again for being on the show Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight and we'll see you next week. Gavin.
2: Great to be here. Thank you again for your support uh, of this program. And we'll definitely catch you guys next week.
0: Bert.
3: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in everybody. And uh, thank you for Jason. for the pressure. Uh, oh,
0: I like that one. There we go. Thanks guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to behind the bunker. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast and you can find hundreds of them at Apple podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 PM. If you want to hit up the show, reach us by email at show at And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tonight's podcast was produced by Matt the Crypt. Show's sponsors are Planet Eclipse, Enola Gay, Ups, Ruthless, Exalt, G.I. Sports, and DLX. I'm Todd Ansich. Thanks for listening.